a very warm welcome to our Whispers of the Soul podcast, where we host conscious conversations with a spiritual and soulful twist. We and our guest speakers talk about life-changing events orchestrated from our soul, so that we can raise the profile of our quieter and more softer voice that comes from our intuition. So stay with us for your next soul download. Whispers of the Soul. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Whispers of the Soul. I am Sally. And I'm Sibby. Um, and yes, we have another amazing guest lined up for you. Um, this week, we have the fabulous Katie Henry um, with us. Now, I really love this. Of all the introductions we've done over this last nearly year now, we've been yeah. going. Um, <laughs> I love this. Um, Katie um, is an ever-evolving human um and i like that because that kind of it's like a definition without a definition yeah um and you know i'm sure you listeners can relate to that because we all are really in in some way shape or form evolving humans um some of katie's background involves her work as an acupuncturist five element acupuncturist um some of you may know katie is the owner of the natural healthcare center which is in Miklova. Um, She's also the founder of Gathering on the Hill, which we'll ask her about during Mm -hmm. this podcast episode, Embody Your Essence and the Vital Woman programs. So a very warm welcome to you, Katie. Thank you so much. It's really, I'm really pleased to be here, really excited for the conversation. Yes, we are too. And it's, and it's kind of hard to pick a place where to start um but I know that our listeners are really um really engaged in understanding the guests that come on their personal story and how they um uh, got to the place where they are now in terms of the work that they're doing and how they're supporting others um it's probably a very difficult and challenging request (laughs) to summarize all of that in a few minutes um but yeah I just I mean I know a few started with the acupuncture was that is that right and just maybe if you could elaborate yeah. for people listening just kind of your world and and what you do yeah <laughs> cool. right so if I go back I did have a life before acupuncture right, <laughs> right. So, I did but, wonder but yeah, yeah, yeah I did I did lots of various things did some you know office work and working with families um did family support work for a while but I found acupuncture um as a result of being a patient um it really really helped me just turn my life around mm-hmm. I, I describe it as the thing that changed saved my life mm-hmm. so I studied to be a five element acupuncturist in 2000 and I came to the bridge center in Michelova as a practitioner in 2002 mm-hmm. which seems a ridiculously long time ago wow uh, yes. yeah, <laughs> <nowhere. laughs> so, and I and I was really really clear from the beginning that I wanted to help couples conceive so before I even did my first class at acupuncture college I really wanted to help people have babies which I did for gosh nearly 18 years amazing yeah oh and such a joy to do the work um really really beautiful and and also within that there were patients who I'd help mainly with emotional um spirit Mm -hmm essence I think the um because my experience had been of feeling lost and not having purpose 
Mm. That was a really beautiful way. I mean, five element acupuncture for me is just bees knees. It's beautiful. Stunning. Yeah. And what's the difference with sort of the five element as opposed to, I don't know, traditional acupuncture or is there are lots of different ways. So there are lots of different acupuncture types. And the idea of any acupuncture is that you insert a needle to um, influence the chi. Yeah. Energy within. So that's that's standard throughout but for me the five element philosophy is the idea that we have five elements within us and they all work in a really beautiful intricate and um, dance with each other so your meridian pathways relate to your organs whether that be your liver your stomach your spleen whatever and we're doing a um interplay of the emotions to create balance within the system and if mm-hmm. we're in balance, then we are in flow. Our bodies don't have to work as hard. Mm. So whilst other types of acupuncture might go directly to a point of pain or, um, and there are so many emerging. So Japanese acupuncture is very gentle. Um, there are some more, um, how would I say, rigorous acupuncture. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do that. And, and even within five elements, there are different needling techniques, different people do different things. But mm-hmm. the part for me of five element acupuncture is it really helped me understand myself and why I behaved in particular ways. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So, and I mean, there's just a wealth of information within that. And I could talk yeah, about absolutely. that for hours. But five element was the bit that really suited me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I like what you're saying about kind of, that ultimate goal, I guess, of bringing the body back into a state of balance and flow as opposed to specifically working with or targeting a, an area of pain or there's there's something quite, um, I don't know, it's like it's kind of working in a way that then is inclusive of all and then whatever unfolds from that point is, yeah. Absolutely. Mm, love it. That changes for us yeah. in our, in our um, stages of life. Yeah, just how we are when we're in our thirties, when we're in our fifties. You know, we're our bodies are constantly. We are nature, and I think sometimes we remove ourselves from nature. So yeah, yeah, really struggle with that. And my sense within the body system, what I would always say in the treatment room was, if we we've invented glass and electricity, which removes us from nature and rhythms Mm. and cycles. So. If we are working through the winter, when in the time we're coming into yin time, so we're coming into that real slowing down, when actually most of us are speeding up because it's Christmas parties and the like. Um, but we, we don't follow that. So every time, and trust me, I did not listen to what I about to talk about. Uh, so, but every time we work after dark, so in the winter when we're going to work in the dark, coming home in the dark, our bodies are having to work really hard mm. to take that to keep us in balance. Mm. Um, you know, our practices in life just mean that we're, our bodies, we're not quick enough to evolve. Mm. And, and actually, if I want to reframe that, we should be slowing down to be with nature rather than, yeah, you know, would be my argument now. 
it's oh, yeah. that that no, that notion of a, um us being a, us being an ecosystem almost isn't it mm-hmm. our our ourselves our bodies are an ecosystem and and which which includes our all of our emo, our emotional body and our energetic body and all of that yes. and we are like you say and i think we forget that we're natural beings we we kind of see human beings as this separate you know i mean we can be very negative actually can't we about our ourselves in the in the sense of the impact we've had on the earth but actually we we are part of it and mm. um but we are I, I love that you're saying that you know it's it it's all about balance and and then you're bringing in the physical and the spiritual aren't you then mm. because obviously as we know the the they impact each other don't they mm. the, the emotional affects the physical and vice versa yeah. so yeah okay. the whole the being a body mind spirit yeah. And actually, our spirits are, in my opinion, aching for connection yeah. and purpose and <clears throat> and reconnection to ourselves and source. But yeah. actually, that creates such imbalance and illness. In yeah. yeah, and I think we, yeah, that makes sense. And I think we've we've touched on a, on a few other podcast shows as well. This connection that you mentioned with nature, but I like the way you were explaining about you know, kind of recognizing that flow of nature's asking us as well or inviting mm. us to come into that space or that yin energy and and we're not and we're like oh yeah we've got this on I've got that on and and it's just kind of making those uh, connections again and, and being in flow with our environment as much as possible um yeah. which is something that yeah I think you're right people kind of step away from that don't they there's that sometimes there's this separation that um we've definitely feel I mean I know I feel actually listening to you say about how it's dark you know and you you have to kind of your body's almost working harder if it's dark at night or in the morning when you need to be going to work whatever kind of makes me feel a little bit better (laughs) because (laughs) about how you're feeling when I wake up in the morning (laughs) when it's still dark I'm just I just have this sense of I I don't I shouldn't be up no but uh, (laughs) and you shouldn't (laughs) I shouldn't you know it's just that I want to retreat and come in Mm. um you know I can feel the invite there but it's like mom what am I having for breakfast Isn't it? God, and and the pressures that we have to live in this construct of you know working yes. in particular hours and you know getting in filling fulfilling our um, obligations. Yes, takes us so out of sync. And the feminine, the, the sort of mm. feminine. I mean, I'm I'm listening to a lot of, of podcasts, and we're certainly talking about the rise of feminine energy. Um, and in obviously non-gender specific you know feminine the balance of feminine and masculine but the rise of feminine energy and the the flow of feminine energy and that's what we really we've been so it's been become so linear hasn't it and structured and masculine that we really need to bring more balance for everybody I think with with you know the flow a sort of feminine flow but I'm I'm interested in how you talking of fe- the f- sort of feminine side of things how you got from how, obviously you you helping people I'm guessing with that with fertility mm-hmm. issues and that sounds like from that that led to um your the gathering this gathering that you do mm-hmm. can you tell us how that kind of progressed oh. gathering on the hill the gathering on the, on hill. the hill I'm really yeah. intrigued by that yeah <laughs> so so if I 
Oh, I had a bit, I've had a bit of a journey. So um, alongside acupuncture, I also became co-owner of the Bridge Centre, which is a multidisciplinary health centre. Really beautiful space. And, and I put an awful lot of that masculine energy into creating structure systems. You know, we, we grew, we had at one point, we had three centres and 50 practitioners. And um, mm. all whilst I was still, um, yeah, still had hormones. My hormones sort of like have gone off. Um, so I went into that very much achieve, keep going, build more. Mm, um, yeah. And then in sort of 20, so 2010, I started having visions of the rise of the feminine. Um, so knew that was coming. And I want to say it's nothing how I saw Absolutely not at all how I imagined it would look. I thought it was going to be this utopia and yeah. Um, so, so yeah, twenty fifteen. I knew that I knew that I was so I was forty five at the time, and I was knowing now I was definitely perimenopausal. Actually, stepping into menopause, I had early menopause. Didn't know that, um, but I knew that my time supporting people having children was coming to a place mm, right. uh, it was really beautiful and and my soul was calling for more um so so and i do believe that imbalance comes when we don't listen to our soul so mm-hmm. i went on for another three years knowing that it was closing but didn't know how um and but 2018 i my life just sort of completely changed in as much as I closed my practice. I stepped away from the Bridge Centre for a sabbatical. I thought it would be three months. It wasn't. It was a little bit longer. And thankfully, I have an amazing team who absolutely picked that up and um, held it whilst I went off. My relationship ended. We sold our house. I bought a motor home, got a puppy, and off I went to, wow. to feed my soul. Yeah. Um, And whilst I was traveling, I connecting with Source, and the message I got was first of all, for ages, it was sit back down. You just need to rest, sit back down. Um, And then the message started coming through to gather the women. And beyond that, I had nothing. It was a gather the women. I'm like, okay. What does that mean? What does it look like? What does it feel like? But really from that point of trust. And I was in, introduced to different people. So I was introduced to Sue, who is the guardian of the land at Upperhurst Farm in the Peak District. So she has a beautiful campsite and she works incredibly with the energy of the land. She creates well, magically. So she has a stone circle she's built. She's yeah, she's just incredible. She works with the ley lines. And walking on to the campsite for the first time, I could just see the women come at night. And I'm really grateful that I get to do that when I go to places I see. So mm-hmm. in my treatment room, I would see the souls of the children who wanted to come to be born. And when I step onto land, I can't quite believe I'm saying this out loud on the podcast, but that's my truth. So, so I knew that when I walked onto Sue's property, I described it as witch school because I think it's 
the women who are looking to reclaim mm -hmm. their truth as spiritual women in whatever way that looks like for them. Yes. And I have no um I have no interest in segregation of um yeah, what religion you follow, what your practice is, what your um what your gifts are. Because actually our gifts are immense and they're in so many they show up in so many different ways. Mm -hmm. So for me to create a space where women can gather and celebrate each other and be in conversation, sit together, and from all walks of life. I'm really mindful as I speak about it because I had the conversation about inclusivity. So creating an exclusive event for women, um, which is inclusive but actually exclusive all at, all at once, yeah and and i've had the conversation around trans women and what that actually means in terms of who is the invitation open for and and the first couple of years i didn't have clarity on that for which i'm sad i didn't seek the support earlier to have the conversation mm. but to support those who identify as women to come together and share just be in the space of what it is to reconnect in with our spiritual gifts, is what I would say. And so the gathering, and I'm supported beautifully. I, you know, I have incredible women in my life. I have beautiful conversations. The thing people say most to me is, is they're looking for the conversation. Mm -hmm. I go, they're the only conversations I really have. You know, I don't have conversations about what was on telly or, you know, I might have the most general conversations I have are when I'm out dog walking. But other than that, the women I connect with or the people I connect with, it's not light and fluffy. Real. And I have 20 years of asking people really intimate conversations, mm -hmm. talking about their sex lives. And, you know, so I'm really grateful for that. I think that's so powerful, actually, what you're saying, um, because it's something that we considered when we were setting up the podcast is that is con conscious conversations. And I think, don't you feel that you don't you think that you 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 really you really go about your life in a different way if those are the main in the main, those are the conversations you're having because it, yes. it just you just feel differently, don't you? um and it's it's almost a way in I mean we loved as well that you put you'd actually obviously we're our podcast is called whispers of the soul yeah. and we found on your website go on Sally yeah <laughs> you so this is this is on Katie's website we will include the link which we the. have we had oh. not seen we yeah. came up with the <laughs> name whispers of the soul yeah, for the yeah. podcast <laughs> Uh, you already have all that you need within you. My invitation to you is to come and reconnect with the wisdom that sits within you. Gift yourself the time to hear the whispers of your soul. So we read oh. that this morning. We were like, this is so meant to be. Um, but yes, I think I think that that uh, allowing those conversations is 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 about listening to the whispers of your soul, isn't it? And it's also about mm. holding space for people to to share those. I suppose. Yeah. Is that how you see it? Is that how you feel about it? Gosh, in everyday life, 
absolutely mm. i think we have so much and and the old structures have led us to be in competition yeah and we're not and so the gathering on the hill specifically isn't just me it's at, you know so andrea who you've had on the podcast she comes and holds space mm-hmm. in collaboration with emma who does sound healing so emma kennedy who's in leicester who works with andrea so they hold this really beautiful space um we have gosh we have so many different women hold different space so some will drum some will do meditations some will do um i quite often share embody your essence but again that isn't just me I, i can talk a bit more about how that came about but i think creating a collaborative space it mm. needs the source energy is my experience so i'm really willing as i am within the bridge center within um many different spaces to hold that source energy for a time because that just happens to be something on do i want to say i'm good at it yeah i do yes. so uh, so i can i have the idea and i have that impetus my ex-partner would always say once you say once i say oh i'd like to do this you make it happen mm. so, yeah and and i do want to be mindful as a woman in menopause of I don't have the same level of energy to make things happen. Mm-hmm. But that ties in with the feminine energy, doesn't it? That actually yeah. the invitation is there. Come and join if it feels good for you. It's it's an invitation and I'm in complete trust that the right people will come at the right time. Mm-hmm. Because I think there can be a lot of fear. So we're what have we done 3 years now and year 3 was the one where I was able to really step in and really enjoy it and just well it's such a joy to be with women in there in a natural setting mm. just eating beautiful food having delicious conversations mm. and time to reflect mm. you know. yeah yeah and there are different stages of course because I think if you'd have talked to me 10 years ago when I was in full th- thrust in growing the business I couldn't work out what 10 minutes to myself would look like. I didn't know. And I had a I had a friend online called Ruth and I would ask myself what would Ruth do? And just because she had created this business that was this beautiful blend of, you know, real joy, real great service and doing what she loved, but had real balance in her life and I, and at the time I didn't have any balance. Mm. I was doing 90 hour weeks and serving everyone but myself. No wonder I stopped. Yeah. Fine for a break. But um but I get to gather women and or be part, collaborate with gathering women. I mm. don't want it to be something whereby I am the teacher if you like. Mm. I have great wisdom to share as does everybody else I meet. Mm. Now we always learn from people. Yeah, mm. people have fascinating stories. And oh god, yeah. Indeed, don't don't they? Yeah. I, what a gift. Mm. Uh, yeah, so I love I I'm at my happiest when I'm up on the hill with a drum between my thighs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
It sounds awesome. And there's that link as well with um, with nature. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. you were saying about the space and, you know, connecting with the, you can feel the energy from the land. And there's there's something that's kind of almost an extra ingredient in yeah. addition to bringing and gathering the women. It's almost mm-hmm. this other element. Um, and I suppose, rightly or wrongly, I suppose I see mother earth guy as feminine energy um, yes. and so it's yeah it just it kind of it's that i love things when there's lots of layers that kind of just deliciously work together yeah. yes <laughs> in yeah. in a, and a harmony they? kind of way you know it just all mm. feels oh. quite special really yes and standing alongside a buddhist and a shaman and a you know i'm consider myself a Chinese medicine practitioner of just completely different the medicine wheel the you know Mm. those with astrology those with animal connections so we each have just real delights that maybe we don't feel comfortable talking about in our everyday Mm -hmm. I mean I've worked in natural healthcare for 20 plus years so I've not been in an in a corporate environment or a establishment that is isn't out of mainstream but how do we weave our lives into our mainstream world yes yeah and and there's sort of a there's a reclaiming isn't there for women as well um of having a safe space to do that because of course the the history of you know that we we talked actually with emma griffin we had emma griffin on last week and we talked about the witch wound but you know we're talking about how it actually wasn't safe for us to gather was it for a long time and it wasn't safe for us to express these leanings towards whatever we might feel Mm. our soul was connected to and we we weren't we we it wasn't safe for us so I, i love that that these spaces like you know like the gathering your gathering are being created now and facilitated it's amazing everywhere yeah really are once you step into the world and that might be just, you know, a two or three people conversation, or it might be, you know, a festival with 200 women. The spaces are coming. Yeah. And, and I guess the invitation I would make is your, your body holds so many memories, consciously and subconsciously. So, so really inviting yourself to step in as and when it feels safe to do so. Mm. Yeah, it's really, really important. And you may hear the invitation several times before. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, because mm. I think as well, there's, you know, there's also been this misrepresentation of that's that's been created in the past where, you know, my, my um, initial um, thoughts, I guess, on being in a space where it's all women would then relate back to times where I felt excluded or, um, you know made to feel unwelcome or you know mm. when something feels quite clicky or even kind of bitchy and so for me there was a real awareness of a resistance in wanting to do that and step into that space and obviously as I've gotten older and time has got on and doing the work I do because I've mm. always been fine with women you know one-to-one two-three-to-one mm. but groups always I kind of did not I, I couldn't find myself feeling comfortable 
Mm. And as what I've found as time has gone on and, you know, mixing with loads of incredible women, talking to lots of incredible women with such amazing stories, which part of why we do this podcast, because yeah. it's just so interesting to hear everybody come in with their story. You know, it, it kind of it's broken down those barriers and that that misrepresentation of information of what it was to what it actually can be and is Mm -hmm. has has sort of left and now um you know I'm in this space now where I I do groups online ones but the sharing and the coming together is a similar essence in that you you feel free and safe to be able to do that and open that part of your soul connection I guess uh with other women and I'm sure women listening to the podcast now you know Mm -hmm. hopefully they're if they have heard that invite, like you say, one or two times, maybe that's starting to soften for some women listening to this now where they think, mm. oh, I might want to try that or I might yeah. want to. Because mm. yes. the apprehension is so real, isn't it? I'm not sure. because And the impact of bullying in puberty yeah. has such a long lasting thing. And, I, and our societal our education system, everything is so set up to compare it against one another yes I mean it's so so deep-rooted it's it's not only the witch wound and the fact that we weren't safe to express ourselves freely but but we've been so much pushed I'm not sure but the undercurrent of comparison yeah is evident everywhere mm-hmm. is is a really hard space to yeah to yeah, you're right. Yeah. yeah. Almost being pitched against each other or, you yeah, know, absolutely. trying to trying to break it down into some sort of list of things. Yeah. And, you know, and they, I think, mm. was it Rebecca Campbell, actually, when she brought out uh, uh, quite a few years ago now, that book called Rise, Sister Rise. Yes. And mm-hmm. that idea of being in a space with other women where their success is your success, where their mm. gifts and offerings and how they share are your gifts and offerings and how you share, you know, mm-hmm. that. I really felt that change and that become true. Yes. Um, yeah. And hopefully it will continue and sort of. Oh, I'm absolutely sure we are on the wave. Yeah. It feels you like know, it, doesn't it? It really does. Mm. Yes. I, I look at sort of 15 to 30 year old women now and I am in awe of all that they know now and um, all that they're about to achieve. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so part of my process is coming through menopause. So at 30, not that I would have particularly thought this, but I didn't appreciate the drive and the energy I had to make things happen. Um, I was far too stuck in that self deprivation. You know. mm. Yeah, I used to beat myself up terribly. Um, but also coming into menopause and not having that same energy and stepping into wisdom more. There's, there's been a real journey for me to go oh but I want to go back and I want to go back and do more yeah. and actually or I just see this opening space for women particularly and I think we have to be mindful of young men as well um, yeah. because of balance yeah. and, and the divine masculine within a space um, but just to have to know what my role is now in this changing you know, landscape that we're in. Yeah. Mm. Um, and to know that I don't have to push. It's, mm-hmm. it's okay for me to take it a little bit steadier. Mm. 
and if my soul wishes me to go and sit on a mountaintop and drum for a while, then I will. <laughs> whatever it is. But, but yeah, I think um, we're just breaking down, aren't we? Just those, the pain that we felt, I think, as young girls. Yeah. Where we felt judged and or ended or whatever it was, unsafe mm. to really, um, yeah, to really shine for each other and with each other. Yeah. Because oh, it's a load of fun. I mean, I see oh, you yeah. here and I'm just going, wow. <laughs> You're having fun. Oh, we are. Yeah, yeah, it's beautiful. It's <laughs> and how can people, um, what's the best way for people to kind of work with, with you, Katie, or, or get into your world somehow? How can they, yeah. they do that? Yeah. yeah, because you've got the, um, the activate and advance isn't it energy method and then you were yeah. talking about was it embody your essence and so embody your essence is a 12 pathway program that um is all videoed and online it's available there what i really notice about that is people don't tend to go and watch videos and do whatever but i worked with a channel and she's the most incredible channel i've ever worked with and she has worked with me with my soul essence to download Embody Your Essence and The Vital Woman. And they're two programs that um, are just stunning for connecting back in with your own energy. Mm. So Embody Your Essence is quite established. It's been, we've been doing it about two, three, three years now it will be. So it's a 12 pathway program and you can learn it online, but also, which won't be anywhere, is we do a morning practice, which is an invitation to come three mornings a week. We do seven till eight. And either myself or some of my friends who also do it, we'll, we read out the script and it's, a, it's about an hour practice. Mm-hmm. It's about bringing you back into your own body. I think the thing that I've learned most about anything is we need to be whole within ourselves. Mm-hmm. All our work, to do is to do our own work you know that's what we're here to do we're not here to be fixed we're not here to be we're just here to go within and see more so that's a really beautiful practice that can happen the vital woman is is a nine um path i'm doing it as a retreat so i'm holding my first in november which is full Mm -hmm. and i'll I'll look at holding it again next year um but there i mean there are spaces to come and be I think mm. that is what I would say. Um, mm. And if you want to connect, reach out. <laughs> that would be my thing. I'm on Instagram yeah. and I'm I'm a little bit on Facebook. But, um, yeah, or just send me an email. My email flies around. Mm-hmm. All the Bridge Centre. I just, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so interesting, isn't it? I was such, for years I was in the, I'm in the Bridge Centre. I'm treating, this is how you get hold of me and, and I am still very much in the Bridge Centre. That is, that's a place to connect with me. But I would really invite you to consider coming to the gathering, to be in the space. Because the other bit, of course, I'm really grateful for is, is the community that I have within natural health. Mm-hmm. So when people maybe are looking for something, my network is such that I can, I can quite easily identify mm where your next step might, Mm. where you might benefit from your next step. Yeah. It's lovely to feel that that 
that network's there and that connection's there. And I can imagine you doing what you've been doing for as long as you have. It's yeah. like yes. <laughs> array of wonderful people that you know yeah doing all these different things as well I think one of the best things that um, a practitioner can do is step out of ego Mm. I think it's essential we do when we work with people so Mm. so to have people come and you know that actually there's someone wherever they may be that is going to offer them yeah you know a greater service yeah and that isn't a reflection on you whether you're good bad or indifferent it's just that energetically their match will their um whether or not it's the practitioner or the discipline mm-hmm. you know, finding that person who you know, you can really resonate with and speaks to you speaks to your soul then mm. that's a beautiful piece of work to do yeah. absolutely and yeah. it is like you say it's i think when you're working from the soul the ego really can't get in much anyway i mean it it might be on the peripheral having a few words but a few things to say but when you're when you're in that connection love that. <laughs> yeah oh god yeah oh yeah ego can have it i think that about the people <laughs> on the hill you know please don't think we're perfect <laughs> god i have a right and andrea and i will talk about this because yeah. if there's Andrea can create all kinds of, you know, I let me take ownership, my <laughs> stuff around um, working with Andrea sometimes can get me all, you know, and thankfully, because of the relationship we have, I'm able to own that and have a conversation with her about it. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I'm really not up for guru status of, for anyone. Mm. I, I think that's going to be removed. Um, and we move forward with that, Katie, though, don't you think? Because, you know, uh, I, 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 it's so clear to me now that if you try and put something or someone else on a pedestal or, you know, it, that's just giving power away straight away. Yes. And I loved mm. what you were saying about the energy work, you know, when you're talking about embody your essence and, mm. and it, it's really about coming back in, in the programs that you're doing. It's really about coming back mm. into your own space, your own energy mm. and working from that point because if you can do that, then the other stuff will kind of make more sense. Yes. And so, you know, putting somebody on this whole, this, you know, the celebrity culture baffles me. Even yeah. when I was a kid, I think yeah. I probably had one poster of Boy George because I liked his hat. Uh, but really? <laughs> I was pretty cool hat. <laughs> you know this this kind of this idolization celebrity culture and um you know you see kids so vulnerable looking up to certain uh, role models and it's all about how they look and for me anyway I believe all of that is breaking down and people Mm. are becoming more aware of them doing that if it is Mm. a case of placing your power outside of yourself or placing onto somebody Um, because we know as practitioners don't we as well you know that the heat the it's the healing starts with you and your awareness starts with you mm-hmm. you can absolutely work with somebody else and they can facilitate a process for you but unless you're in your in that place of ownership yeah. and accountability it's going to happen yeah yeah and I see it so this for me is the link between the work I do now to the work that I did as a fertility practitioner is always in my work 
the connection between heart and womb space was key to people getting pregnant, you know, from what I saw. Yeah. Um, and, and there's a whole complex energetic for me around um, emotions, stuck emotions, guilt, shame, and how shame sinks into the womb space and keeping that energy clear from the space of creativity and connection to source and life. And I think as we rebirth as women, our connection with our heart and womb space is the key to that. We to open up those channels to really what is it to sit with the subconscious fear that sits in our womb space that holds us back from really sharing our truth of the connections that we have. Mm. Yeah. So so it's very much within that. It's a different thing. It's not me putting needles in to help support that connection, unless I think it's really necessary. But I think to invite people into practice where they are reconnecting with their womb space. Yeah. And I've been on that journey since I was you know, 14, I think I first went into therapy of sorts. And it's an ongoing yeah. as we evolve, you know, our practices evolve, our connections. And then we've got the energetic of the world shifting. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, very I exciting. Mean, we could do yeah. a whole other podcast on that. <laughs> yeah, okay. you go into dimensions and you're talking about yeah, as- yeah, ascension. It's yeah, and the cosmos yeah. and the fact that we are so so tiny. I know, tiny, yeah, magnificent universe, yeah, galaxies, universes. It's just we have no. It will blow our tiny little minds. Yes. Do you know what I love though is that you know the idea of the macrocosm, microcosm, the um, within the fractal there is the whole. Yeah, absolutely. Aren't we? We're just really. We are little universes, aren't we? We are just really discovering (laughs) ourselves. (laughs) Just discovering that, aren't we? Like, oh, you know. And I think it's some people talk about connecting in different ways. They'll go, oh, for me to connect, I feel like I'm kind of going up out of the head, or I feel like I'm going down the feet into the earth, and I mean, it doesn't, there's no right or wrong way. It's just about going inward in the first instance and, you know, working from that place. You know, we're extraordinary, really, aren't we? We are. All of us, all of you listeners, you are extraordinary. Remember that you're extraordinary and completely (laughs) unique as well. And it's so true. We have have the universe within us. If you step into your womb space, Mm. it is like stepping onto the, into the, universe and the stars yeah oh it's just amazing yeah what a that i think that we will leave it on that delicious note and uh nice lovely lovely thought to yeah to end on actually absolutely (laughs) absolutely and thank you so much for um you know joining us and chatting with us and sharing your experiences and your work and you know wow. how you're showing up thank and what you're you. doing it's all awesome thank you so much yeah, well thank you for having me it's been wonderful to talk with you so, thank you thanks for listening so if you would like to connect to us elsewhere in the multiverse well you can you can find me sally at thecreativeview.co.uk or on instagram as the.creative.u for Sibby, her website is healingrights.com and she's also on Instagram as Sibby Rights. Lots of love. See you soon.